Welcome to the Leverage to Scale show. I'm Amber Vilhauer, founder and CEO of LeverageToScale.com, brought to you by NGNG Enterprises, standing for No Guts, No Glory. We work with purpose-driven business owners to develop their online platform and scale their influence. We believe that you have the opportunity to positively change the world one relationship at a time. Stick around to the end of the show in about 20 minutes and I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing marketing podcasts. Let's go. So welcome to Leverage to Scale. I'm your host, Dan Moyle, and joining me today is a visionary who helps visionaries. So I got to believe that you're a visionary as well, Ian. Um, Ian Peerman is joining me. Ian, welcome to the show. Dan, thanks for having me. This is fun. This will be be a lot of fun. I I love meeting people and learning things and just getting a ton of of value and then bringing that value, obviously, to others. So, so Ian, I called you a visionary. Um, I noticed in your LinkedIn profile that you help visionaries, so I assume that means you've got to be a visionary, too. Um, So, let's talk a little bit about you. Tell me about who you are, what you do, and kind of who is Ian Peterman? Yeah, so... My my story is we go all the way back, starting when I was about twelve. <laughs> I decided that I wanted to develop products and make cool things, um, and that's turned into a a journey to this point where I now I started my design firm a few years ago, and I now help. And I, I mean, I did it before too, but I help other people who have these big visions of wanting to put new products and help people in new, new ways out there. And so my, my whole mission and focus is to help people with visions, actually change it from just a vision (laughs) and make it actually real. And so I, I worked as in engineering for a long time. I did, I went to school after have basically having a 10 year career. Um, for industrial design. So I, I kind of meld those two sides and then the business aspect, I'm come from a long line of entrepreneurial minded people. I can't say we've made it big yet, but we, but (laughs) you know, I've watched, I've learned a lot of lessons on how to start businesses for my family and how all of the roadblocks and issues that pop up. And so now I basically bring all of that experience to people that are wanting to start new things and you know I work with bigger companies too that you know are started but I have the startup mentality of how to make things happen with very few resources sometimes so yeah which which it seems like in today's business is is super important whether it's you know 2020 or you know last year (laughs) next year like it just seems like we're doing more with less so that startup mentality is so important huh yeah, and it's all it's it's also eco friendly to do more with less. So it's it's yeah. kind of an in mentality right now, which is I, it's good. Yeah. So uh, so Peterman <clears throat> Design Firm is your is your business. So as an entrepreneur, you saw this need and you wanted to fill it. What was the other why behind starting your business? Like, what is Ian's why? Oh, my why is. Um, Actually, my why is pretty similar to Musk's. I, I actually want to push our technology to the point where we can leave this planet comfortably. So um, my vision with that, though, is there's a lot of things that have to happen before then and helping the human condition. Um, you know, if we have all the thing, all the problems we have now, 
uh, we should probably work on those. So a big drive is to help improve the human condition, just help help everyone here have better lives and, and products being my kind of the lens that I do that through. It, that is my focus and that's, that's my drive. Yeah. So, so how do you take that big, beautiful why and get it to fit into this idea of a business and say, okay, I'm going to help these companies do this thing through, through products. How does that work for you on a day-to-day basis? Um, it, it comes down to, you know, which, which projects I choose to work on, um, you know, selecting ones that, that I feel like they're really aiming us and the planet in the right direction. Um, you know, I'm, I'm definitely a fan of eco-friendly recyclable products. Um, there's some amazing things out there with, with like what you can do with mushrooms to grow new materials. Um, and so pushing, pushing those boundaries and what we can do with that tech is, is, is the focus and how, how I kind of pick who do I work with? What's going to be a, a smart move and, and put my effort into those, those ideas that I think are going to make the biggest impact. So it's important to know that why and be able to use that as a barometer by which you choose your, your partners and this kind of thing. So exactly. Yes. Yeah. It, it makes it good for me because then I'm passionate about their project and that passion then, you know, goes into their project and it, it helps me create their vision when their vision and my vision align, then we, we can become much more powerful than, than me just going, Oh yeah, I'll design some stuff for you, but whatever. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. Aligning those wise. Yeah. That's awesome, Ian. Yeah. So, so you're very entrepreneurial even before starting your business, it sounds like, but then as an entrepreneur now, you know, it seems like every entrepreneur has that, that moment where they hit rock bottom or they say to themselves enough is enough. I got to do this thing. What was that enough is enough moment for you? Um, I've had, I've had a couple of those actually, which I think, I think is pretty common. (laughs) Um, and one of them was, was, uh, I worked at a design firm before this and it, I was a partner um, and it just, it didn't jive with everything that I wanted to be. And, and the biz- success of the business showed it. Um, we were not as successful as we should have been. So it kind of became one of those, all right, well, I have to shift something because this is not, it just isn't lining with what I want to be doing and, and the projects that I want to be involved in. Um, and so that gave me the impetus to, to launch out on my own um, and solo this <laughs> in, a, in a way um, on my mission. And so that's one, one big pivotal point. Um, and I've kind of, it's, it's been a flow. So there's been these ups and downs um, kind of through my entire career. They've just bumped me and pushed me in, in the right directions. And so right now is actually we COVID. Uh, thanks for that. Uh, <laughs> right, right. It involves some shifts, and so now, um, you know, there's been some pivots of like, okay, well, what? How do we make sure that I'm providing the most amount of value for companies? What What can I do right now? And so, um, I've done like, it's not completely related to product development, it, but I'm working with my dad actually to launch a program on how to train companies and employees how to work from anywhere because that's that I've actually been working from anywhere and we camped for we road tripping for three months last year and I worked from the road <laughs> uh, with family so it's those experiences that I've had and just going okay well now people need that 
how do I shift and how do I add the most value in the here and now? And so that's a program that's come up it's like, well, I know everybody's working from home and not everyone has, you know, a decade of, <laughs> of experience doing it. So right. help people with that because the company, you know, our businesses need to survive, especially small businesses. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's just pivots like that. There's like, Oh wow, this is, there's value here that I can provide and I need to do something about it. Cause if I'm just going to sit here, you know, and, uh, let it happen, then it's not, I should be providing the value if I have it. So I, I feel yeah. very strongly that when you get that little nudge of, Hey, I know something about this. I should put it out there. Just put it out there. You know, it'll, it'll benefit somebody. Yeah. That's great advice. Ian. that's really good advice. And, and through those adversities, you've obviously grown and you continue to do so. Um, what's one of the biggest challenges that you faced uh, with your own company? Um, oh man. I think the biggest piece is learning which I, early on, I, I had the idea that I would bring on some uh, sales team and, and let them take over that. And I think the biggest, the biggest learning curve there is that I am the company right now and it's not something that I can really hand off mm-hmm. um, because there's a certain level. You have to get to a certain point before you, you know, the, the company has its own um, momentum of its that'll just stay on a path. So there's there's a lot of guiding that needs to happen when your company is young and and you know letting go of the reins, so to speak, for a little bit is not <laughs> not yeah. always a, a good idea. And uh, so I did that. I tried it. didn't didn't work as it, uh, as I hoped. So that that was a bit of a learning process, uh, but very valuable. It, it, showed me kind of where my role needs to be in the company, in my own company, actually, and yeah. where, what areas I can, you know, bring help in. Um, you know, not, not sales right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's nice to be able to, to delegate and let go of those reins. But when you, like you said, you know, when, when it doesn't work, what do you learn from that kind of thing? So that's a great lesson. Uh, thanks for sharing that with listeners. Um, so what other kind of teaching moments um, have you had in your business at this point where you're like, okay, I get that. I need to share that too with other people. Um, I, it's, it's not a, it's somewhat of a personal experience, but it's one that I, I see with clients a lot actually. And that's, um, the, the learning is that a lot of people wait, they try to wait for an idea. They, they think there's going to be a perfect opportune time. Um, and I have the times where I haven't jumped on something that, that comes to mind. And I definitely see that it would have been better if I had listened to your, to my gut. And so one of the, mm. the challenges is I'm, I'm a very logical thinker. <laughs> and so I can, I can put myself into analysis paralysis sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, every time I look back, I'm like, Oh man, that's, Nope. I should have gone with my gut. I should have done it. And the times that I look back and go, wow, I just, I just did it. Um, I have some of the best results that I've gotten. And that's been, you know, in sales and like, Oh, I should just contact these people. I should do this. I should try this works really well. And then when I sit there and, Oh, how do I analyze this perfectly? Like I, I need to make the perfect chess move. Um, life is not chess. There are not, 
<laughs> it, uh, a right. small little board that like you're dealing with so many variables. It's, it's very much, I think following, following your gut is a lesson to be learned and it takes experience. I mean, we all think, well, well we have it. We, we got it. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then life goes, mm, no, no, actually <laughs> you should have listened. <laughs> yes. Life, life does that. Doesn't it? <laughs> yes, it does. So if you think back over the last year, which of course includes this year, which you mentioned earlier, COVID. Um, oh, yeah. but, but if there's over the last year or so, if there's one thing that you could redo, what would that be? Um, I actually think that the, what I would probably redo is uh, focusing more on making sure that my why and my focus and knowing who and what I'm doing, my, what I'm doing for is more clear. And, and, and it's not that I lost my vision, but that um, I'm actually working with, with a couple of people right now on focusing on, on the marketing side of focusing language and, and vision again. Um, and it's, it's something that you think just like, Oh, once you said it, you just let it sit there and it stays. And, and it's really actually something when you have a vision, you, you need to come back to it hmm. and re-solidify it and, and look at because things change and, and the world changes. Right? Look at COVID. So, right. Right. <laughs> great example, right? Um, and I, that so that would be something I'd change is, is making sure that I do that more often and okay. checking in with that that vision and goals and and that would help, you know, probably would have saved me a little bit of headache. Uh, <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. Kept me on kept me on track more. And so we talk about that, that focus and that vision, how does that help you plan your next three, five, 10 years? Um, it's, you know, on a, a micro level, it's the language I use. Um, it's how I talk. It's how I, you know, content on, on our, my website. It's how I interact with clients and, and it's being very clear when you're very clear about your vision, you use the right language that matches you and your vision and people relate to that, right? If you're, yeah. you know, you talk one way, people that talk that way are, are and think that way are going to be more attracted to you. They're going to talk to you more. Right. Um, and you know, on a, on a big level, when we're talking about five, 10, 10 years, it's, it's looking at, well, where do I want to be? What is that? What are the roadblocks I see coming up? Um, you know, surprise ones pop up, but then it's adjusting for those. And you know, it's really just an end goal, though how you get there can change. And, and really, that's what it is. It's not changing your, your end goal. It's changing the path to get there. And so it's really just that focus on, okay, well, here's, Here's a road. We didn't think there was a mountain here, but apparently there's a mountain here. So, um, <laughs> no, are we climbing it? Are we climbing it? Are we going around it? Is there a helicopter nearby? Like, what? What are our options? All through it, whatever we got to do. <laughs> exactly. We still have to get to the other side. So, yeah. what are we? What are we going to do for that? And it's guiding the the big moves of okay. Well, what you know for for me, it's like how what tech is emerging. How do I want to be involved? Does that technology help? my vision in the end if yes how do i become involved in it um and i've i've actually like really actively done that with um some medical technology that i'm i, I reached out to companies like hey i would like to help you 
with this type of technology. Like this really interests me and it benefits, benefits things that I really care about. Um, And so those, those guiding pieces just, just they're how I look at how to, how to roadmap and even industries that I work in. Yeah, that's good. Um, And so when you do that and you use that vision, where do you see um, you, Ian, but also Peterman Design in, you know, three years, five years? Can, can you look that far out? Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, my, my goal is to really become a, a bit of a powerhouse of a design firm. Um, being a developer of not just products, but new technology and working, working at the front of new tech. Um, things like 3D printing, food and medicine, uh, and things like that, where <clears throat> I'm really adding value, not just to a single product, but to technology that's helping, you know, hundreds and thousands and millions of people hmm. with, with the tech. And that's, that's where you want to be is really just providing a ton of value with a team, large, larger team than I have now. Build a team team more than just you and and your dad occasionally, right? Um, And and again, that harkens back, Ian, to your why, which is um, changing the world for for the better through technology. So that's pretty powerful. Um, So that's three, five, 10 years away. What about more immediately? What does success look like for you in 2021? Uh, 2021 is is really probably about the, the goals I have set right now, which or like team of 20 people now instead of five. It's um, being involved in, in one or two more bigger tech projects. Um, I really, getting into the R&D, early, early stage R&D work um, hmm. is, a, is a main focus. And also finding some some ways to give back. You know, I want to I wanna grow my success and then I want to, you know, find some, really potent philanthropical places that I can, I can actually give back and, and share my success and wealth with um, people that need it. So Hmm. those are, those are the goals. (laughs) Sounds like good success in 2021. How can, how can our community jump on board and support you in developing that vision? Um, Right now it's, I do things like share a newsletter with, with ideas out there. just communicating. I mean, it's, if you have an idea that you think is, even if you don't think it's a great idea, if you have an idea for something that solves a problem, um, reach out, talk to somebody, you know, it doesn't have to be me, but, but don't let it, don't let it sit. I've, I've talked to too many inventors 20 years after they invented it and it still doesn't exist. I'm like, well, this would have been helpful 20 years ago. Why, (laughs) why, why have you waited this long to, to put this out? So, yeah. I mean, it's, to to really be involved, it's just get your ideas out there, get get them going. And, you know, if it's really a really good idea and it, it's picked up by people, people will find your idea. They will they will be interested, and you know, people like myself can help push those things out there. So, you yeah. know, that's that would be my my advice. <laughs> That's, that's good advice. And I think that what's great about it is that you, you mentioned Ian, even if it's not you talk to somebody, um, which is such a, a generous way to look at it because of course you want more business, but you also just want this world to be better. So that's a, that's a great, uh, encouragement. 
But if people do want to reach out to you, where's the best place for people to connect with, with Ian Peterman? Yeah, uh, you can find us on our website, petermanfirm.com. Um, and you can find me on Twitter, Ian Peterman, LinkedIn. Uh, I'm pretty easy to find on there as well. Um, yeah. And yeah, those are those would be the three best ways to get a hold of us. All right. Sounds great. Thanks for being a part of Leverage to Scale, man. All right. Thanks, Dan. much for listening to the Leverage to Scale show. If you are a purpose-driven business owner or professional who would like to have a global impact by being interviewed on our show, please visit leveragetoscale.com forward slash guest. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you do me a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your favorite social network. If you do that, just be sure to tag us with a hashtag leverage to scale. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and pick one winner from each platform. What do you win? We are going to promote you and your business to all of our social media fans totally free. Next, if you thought this was a valuable use of your time, please support the show and give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. I believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. My name is Amber Vilhauer, and I thank you so much for your time. Let's connect on your favorite social channels. Thanks for listening. Thank you for being a part of the No Guts, No Glory movement.